You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 38, Bathrooms and Feng Shui. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. On to today's topic, which is feng shui and bathrooms. So feng shui and bathrooms. So bathrooms really have a lot of attention or get a lot of attention when we start talking about feng shui. And many people are concerned when the bathroom uh, with the bathroom when it comes to feng shui, because when the practice of feng shui was developed in ancient China, bathrooms in China are, you know, really not that nice. They're pretty unpleasant and not like the American bathrooms we have now or the Western style bathrooms, which are much more spa like as an architect, most people spend the most money renovating their kitchens and then their bathrooms are next. So it's really a little bit of a different dynamic in the Western world in terms of what the bathroom represents. But regardless, the bathroom does affect you, but it's not uh, what I've been taught is that it's not the most important thing to focus on in your home, but it is something to focus on. And so there are ways to approach feng shui for your bathroom and there's some things to watch out for. And we're going to talk about that today. So if we look at the feng shui bagua map, we can look at a few areas where if your bathroom is fully located, especially the toilet is located in this area, it can be something to watch out for, something that may be problematic and that you may want to correct. Now, ideally, if you work with a consultant, you can maybe determine if that where exactly um, the toilet falls and if it falls in between guas or in, in between areas, that's usually the most ideal because it's not very, it's not affecting any of the feng shui bagua areas that much. But um, if, you know, do the best you can if you're not using a consultant to figure out what areas correspond to which guas in your home. So the one of the most problematic areas to have a bathroom or a toilet located is in the center of your home. Now, the center represents health and it's related to everything it you know it's in the center so it touches all the other areas of the bagua map so it can really affect you and it can really affect everything that goes on in your life and the issue with the bathroom is that you have a lot of water coming in and out and that can be problematic because money represents the flow of wealth and it's a lot of it's coming out it's being flushed away and although you know water does come back in but a lot of water comes out so you really want to minimize that excess water energy coming in and out of your home so um so if you have a bathroom in the center of your home it can affect money kind of 
being lost or can cause a lot of health problems or lots of problems and life problems in general. There's a few ways to remedy it. Um, you can work with a consultant to kind of find some a clever way that works for you, but some of the most basic generic ways would be to um, move the bathroom if you can. If not, you can paint the bathroom red. Red is a very auspicious color or use a lot of red in the space to uplift the energy. You can also um, possibly put a lot of plants. However, if a bathroom is in the center of a home, it's likely that it doesn't have any windows. So that's a problem. Um, but if you can, like a lot of green plants can help, um, can uh, change that downward energy into uplifting energy. And another option is to mirror all the walls, which so all of these are design-wise aren't the most ideal, but if you work with a great designer or a good consultant that can also design, a feng shui consultant that's also a designer, you may be able to come up with a very clever solution for this. So, but these are like the the one hundred and one um, answers that you can. Um, or ways that you can remedy this. So, of course, so the center of the home. Some other p problematic areas to have the toilet is in the abundance area. So if you're looking at the Feng Shui Bagua map, and of course, you can always find that on my website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast. So the abundance area is the back left corner of your home, which is purple on the map it's related to the color purple or if you have a bathroom in the recognition area which is red that's also that also can be problematic so in the abundance area that can mean that more money can be going down the drain um, in the recognition area that can put out your f passion and your fire and um, also it's a little bit problematic in your relationship area too which is the back right corner and, um, and then also it can be problematic in the completion area, which relates to children. So there may, may be, um, danger to your children if you have a bathroom in the completion area. But again, like these can be remedied. You have to put a bathroom somewhere, right? So it's just something to watch out for. If you have a bathroom in one of those areas, maybe you need to pay a little bit more attention, for instance, to what's going on with your children or to your relationship or to your cash flow, for instance, maybe you need to pay more attention to what's happening with your finances um, or with your reputation if it's in the recognition area. So, so one way to approach it is if you have a bathroom in those areas, pay special attention to that area of your life. And number two, just like we talked about for the health area in the center, you can add red perhaps, or you can mirror the bathrooms or add a great way is to add um, living green plants to uplift the chi. So what a living green plant does is it symbol symbolically takes that water energy and, and <clears throat> the water instead feeds the plant, which transforms it into uplifting energy that is upward and grow growing and it lifts it lifts the chi of the space rather than bringing it down and one other th one other thing to consider it's um this is really important to look at if you live in a high-rise for instance because in high-rise apartments often these 
bathrooms are stacked. So like, say you live on the 20th floor and you have your bathroom in the center of the home. Well, there's 20 more, 19 or 20 more um, bathrooms below you. So it creates this even more intense downward energy. So that's something to watch out for. Now, another thing to consider in terms of the bathroom is what's on the other side of the wall that's shared with your toilet. Now, it's really important to beware of when you have either the headboard of your bed or your stove on the other side of the wall shared with the toilet because that soiled water energy of the toilet affects if you know you're eating if your um, your nourishment if you, if it's if the stove is on the other side and if you have your bed on the other side it can also create health problems or accidents because it affects your sleep and your your personal health so one way to remedy that is to have a mirror on let's say if it's the stove you can have a mirror on the kitchen wall behind the stove or you could have a mirror on the wall um, behind the bed. So that will help to remedy the situation. And the shiny side or the reflective side of the mirror should be um, facing the bed or facing the stove. So what it does is it reflects the space into the space where the toilet is and it symbolically kind of erases the effect of the toilet. And of course, the most ideal thing is to, to move your bed. So it's not sharing that wall or it's harder to move your stove, but these are things to watch out for. And of course, again, if you work with a consultant, they may be able to come up with some other clever sort of way that works with your particular space. And you may have heard this on another on another podcast or perhaps re read it on my blog but there's another advantage to having the mirror above your stove if this is the case it can um, if it reflects your burners it'll multiply your burners and add more wealth so that's a plus so the last thing I wanted to go over in terms of feng shui and the bathroom I just wanted to go over some other general tips uh, just a handful of them to help you create better function in your bathroom so you can always keep the toilet room door and the toilet seat closed so again remember the bathroom is a place where water flows in and out of your space and this is a concern because water represents cash flow so if you keep the door to the bathroom closed as well as the toilet seat closed, it helps to keep the water movement from affecting the rest of the space. And in a practical way, keeping the toilet seat closed helps to lower the humidity levels in the bathroom and it makes it cleaner and fresher in your bathroom and less, um, less of a humid space for bacteria and mildew to develop. So it works on a practical and an energetic way. Another great thing to do is say if you have a bathroom in a gua that's not ideal, you can put a mirror on the door, mirror the door of the bathroom. And the way that the mirror works is similar to when we talked about the stove and the bed is that it expands your view. So if you put a mirror on the bath outside of the bathroom door, 
that helps to kind of symbolically or energetically extend the rest of the house into that visual space instead of having the toilet there. Another great thing to do is just to have a green plant in your bathroom either way, because even if it is in an okay area or between guas, um, a green plant is fresh life energy that can, again, transform that downward water movement into uplifting chi. And finally, I think it's really important to look at feng shui in a broader perspective because feng shui is about how you live in your spaces and how your environment is affected by you and how you affect your environment. So a place that we, we spend a lot of, or we use a lot of cleaning products would be in, in the bathroom, right? So it's really important to use non-toxic cleaners in the bathroom. And this means getting rid of things like Windex and all those chemicals because especially like the scrubbing bubbles type of um, products, those are really just highly toxic and they affect the air in your bathroom. Bathrooms are generally smaller rooms and so the air really does affect you. And also when you clean with these toxic products and if you don't use gloves, the chemicals go directly into your skin. It's absorbed into your skin and goes directly into your um, bloodstream. And it's really, really just terrible for you. And this can affect your health and your well-being and how you are in the world. And it definitely affects your feng shui. So I really encourage everyone to, if you haven't already, switch to non-toxic cleaning products. And if you haven't, just start with the bathroom then. Start with one and move on to the next. And um, you can use baking soda. And there's a lot, so many options for non-toxic cleaners now that are not more expensive than the traditional conventional products and they smell good and they just, they clean, they clean just as well as everything else. So thank you so much for listening to this episode where we talked about bathrooms and feng shui. We talked about how feng shui historically was connected to bathrooms and how bathrooms affect certain Bagua areas of the Feng Shui Bagua map. And we also talked about the bed location and stove location in relationship to the bathroom or toilet, as well as a few other tips to improve the Feng Shui of your bathroom. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.